Muskegon's 100.9 Talking Heads in Once in a Lifetime. And you know what, Oscar? We stumped the old guy already, man. He, I know, right? He, he, Can you believe claimed, it? He claimed he hadn't heard that song before, so I, I'm pretty impressed. I say uh, we just end this interview right now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm really excited, folks, uh, this afternoon here at the old radio ranch. Got a couple of old... O-L-E. We won't even Watch say it there, O-L-D. Buddy. I'm not as, as old as he is. No, you're pretty darn close. I know. No, but you're, you, you're, you're look looking as old. <laughs> 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 we all said the same thing. Oh, with me, I've got Paul Phillips in the studio. And uh, Paul, founder of DJs on the Run. And if you've been to a wedding in the last uh, 50 years or so here in the Muskegon area, maybe a dance, a high school dance, could be a gig at the local pub. There's a really, really, really good chance that you uh, fell in love, shook a leg, danced to, yelled at, flipped off Paul Phillips. <laughs> the last well, he, one. The last hit, one. He hit them yeah. all, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then Oscar Osbo is here as well. Oscar helps us out with some of the technical stuff here at Muskegon's 100.9. And I think when I, cripe Oscar, probably about 30 years ago is yeah, when I started park, working here. Yeah, right Mall. here. Yeah. Two, yeah, two yeah, floors up, towers, man. Right? Him and I yeah. started working together at LCS. So yeah. uh, we go back well over 30 years so welcome you guys and i i I basically uh i talked to oscar and he was saying you know paul's having a birthday and so i thought uh you know i I don't know you know i don't look at people i I wasn't gonna say you're age 80 but uh, i wasn't gonna say your age at all let people know how old you are or anything like that (laughs) thank you (laughs) but what's interesting to me is okay we can be honest about that paul turned 80 years old this week and you're still spinning oh yeah why not (laughs) that's amazing so once you get it in your blood, you, it doesn't go out. You can't. You can't get rid of it. So you're actually you, you, you've quit doing the weddings. You're not going full time. You're not right, DJs on right. the run. Isn't really working at this point in time. No, but no. you've still kept yourself a couple of rigs. And if yep, somebody sure needs, did. if you've got some regulars, some family friends, local pub owners that are friends yep. of yours, and if they need a little bit of help, you'll pull the stuff out and That's, go do it. Yeah. In fact, we pulled it out last night. Had it in the driveway for Halloween. So <laughs> the other one is <laughs> sitting down the, the road. You pulled out the rig last night. I pulled out night. the rig yeah. last night, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, of course, this guy, he he wants, everyone wants me to quit, so. Yeah, well. well actually, it was he he and I decided that that was it. Wedding receptions were all done. Somebody wants to do an oldies dance or something like that, we're fine. You'll do that. Yep, we'll do that. But still, so do you still stay up on the music or not necessarily? Oh, yeah. Or yes. do you pick, you, yep. you have to do that? Yep. I can't imagine that. I would hate having to stay up on the music right. nowadays. And, and, and you know what's nice? I actually got a guy in the studio that's older than me, which feels kind of good right now. But uh, but what? How do you stay up on? How do you keep an open mind with music? That's got to be difficult. I'm starting to. I've always thought I was very open minded when it comes to music, but I'm getting to that point where I'm more and more like my dad all the time now. Where I have no. I, I'll put on one of the top forty stations, and I can't stand to listen to it. How do you? Well, how do let you me, stay up? How do you keep educating yourself without going? Hey, if it's over 1980. I'm not doing this. Let me put it to you this way. When I go to work on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, from my house to where I work, I listen to 
the oldies to get my sanity before I start playing that. <laughs> <laughs> How far back do you go? When did, when did you start? Now, you've not only been doing the DJ thing, DJs on the run, but you were also, people that don't know Paul for many years, was Peter Tripp around this area, was in radio, and you were involved in radio before you even got yeah. to this side of the country. For Peter, the Peter part, Tripp, so. the curly-headed kid in the third row, that came from New York. That's where I started. Okay. My story's about this guy. We were coming back from Greenville on two and separate sure vans. At somewhere near 100 miles an hour. We stopped somewhere and cooned some apples. Corner 37 and apple. That's right. And we're so we're having an apple fight, two vans going down the road about 100 miles an hour. I'm driving, he leans out the window, throws one, he goes, I got him! And I heard, <laughs> and he comes back in and he's like this. He had applesauce in his hair. They nailed him right in the forehead. <laughs> okay, that's, that's enough now, okay. And what kind of hair did he have? He had he had uh, frizzy pern kind of hair. That was yeah. Mark Pierce that threw it, wasn't yeah, it? Was. Yeah, it was. It was Mark and OG was driving. OG was driving. Yeah. So that was, that's the first one that comes to mind. One the time he farted on the microphone, that was fun. <laughs> Playing background music at a place. Nurses party. Nurses party? I don't want to tell about the rest of that. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. Well, got the microphone in his hand. Got the microphone in his hand. Hey, he goes, stay down. Hey, I wonder if they'll hear this. Everybody turns and looks. He ducks down. They're all looking at me. It wasn't me that time. I would own it if it was me. thing back up. Okay. Most of the stories you're going to hear are about me. And well, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Okay, we went to a Holton dance. I brought one of my girlfriends. Yeah, she ended up leaving. Me and Dad ended up getting wasted. And ended no. up in the van. We knocked down two stop signs and ended up staying at the neighbor's house that we didn't even fucking know. Get home in the morning and who gets her ass chewed? Moi does. Yeah, yeah. I got forgiven. You uh, always got chewed even when we I knew he was going to bring that up. <laughs> get on it. You ain't going. Yeah, okay. Five minutes went by. We left. <laughs> he calls home. Dory answers me. They left me here. <laughs> I can't believe they left me here. Remember the time I got blamed for ruining the, the wedding reception over Las Vegas? Yeah. Which time? Which time? <laughs> you have to be more specific. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Ottawa, yeah. Yeah. Because he was riding with your dad. Oh, I see. You all showed up about an hour and a half after. 
Yeah, yeah with no glasses. Yeah. I'm going to bring you home. I was we're, mad. We're oh, all that ain't even up. at the dock. <laughs> that ain't even home. And you can hear everything. It's woods, right? Well, there's people all over the place. And all, we're waiting for Dale to come back. Here it comes around the corner. Rotten f***ing son of a bitch. God, <laughs> you'll never get me on this damn river again. God, God suck it. Around. Took my f***ing glasses. I so as they come up, we all wait, 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 wait. You must be mistaken. That couldn't have been my little brother. <laughs> yeah, Meek and my old little me. That was somebody else, I'm sure. Well, I straight up told you, brother, I've never been in a canoe other than to ride in my entire life. Oh, I'll get in the back. I can, I know what to do. Yeah, we go down the river this way, and he turned us over here. Yeah. And then we go from this bank to this bank. And I'm like, wait a minute, let me try this. Well, at that time, I was about this big around. Yeah. So he gets in the front of the canoe, what happens? It goes like this. <laughs> you ever try to steer a canoe when it's like this? There's a submarine all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I want to and of course I'm tanked up. No! No! Mark didn't drink that much. He was still sober. So I went up, I said, I'm gonna go get another pitcher of beer. Well, the bride was standing up there. She had three brothers that were there with her. She stops me. She says, hey. I go, yeah. She said, you the DJ? I said, yeah. She said, how about you and I go up that van out there and have one last thing before I go home? I said, wait a minute. I put the picture down, walked back to Mark, pulled the plug, I said, that's it, we're out of here. I mean, three great big guys standing there when she said that. I mean, come on, I can see a setup when I said it. We wound up all three canoes. I go up here. I come up, the headlights hit, there's a stage. I can't remember. You were doing, we were both doing gigs. I was at Flat River, you were somewhere in Greenville. I remember you guys. Your gig got over, so you came to ours. And ours was getting over with. We were talking about it. some guy and some oh, yeah? lady were going to do we it on the tables in there. Really? I remember that. Yeah. And when we, we, we left, you were leaving. You know, pulling out. You pulled out, and I pulled up and see anything right away. Alright. Like this? Do it, do it, do it. Can't. Yes. I tell my Oh, catch him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that better? Or uh, do we want to do this one? Yeah, that one looks good. Yeah, well, we're we're on. Yeah, we're on. Okay. All right. So we we still doing what a fist, fistful of forty fives uh, like we were doing, or what are we doing? That's well, that's what I got in front of me. All right. We'll take a fistful and put them on a certain table and put a needle on the record, man. What do you got? Uh, anyway, so go ahead and get well, into you it. Well, know, we do reminiscing every, well, we used to do every what? week. We haven't done it for about two well, years we got, now. Well, we've been revamping. Revamping? Yeah, is that we, what it is? Yeah, revamping Yeah, we bought some, bought some new VHS players. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I got all my Christmas decorations out so it doesn't echo around. Moo! But the big thing that happened in the last year or whatever... Uh -oh is that you got rid of DJs on the run. It's no longer... Well, we didn't get rid of it. Well, we, you don't... We kind of slid out of it. Yeah, you got out of it. So the we business no, is no longer... We were kind of forced out of it. Yeah. But, uh, so you did it for how many years? 40, what? 45. 45 years. 45 so years. going to be 80 soon? 
Uh, in October. Alright. I'll be hitting 80 and I'm surprised I'm still up walking around and still DJing. Yeah, you know, yeah, cause you're still doing it even though it's not DJs on the run anymore. Right, no, now but it's... Uh, there's a tax person out there, he's not really, he's not doing it. No, he's not really doing it. Why? Well, who cares? <laughs> no, but the nice thing is... Well, you is, can make up to a certain amount of money now that you're... Well, yeah. Old. Oh, yeah, I can make all the money I want now yeah. that I'm old. Now yeah. that I'm old, I can make all the money I want when I can't make it. Yeah. There's nobody around. What's well, to hire <laughs> a bunch of old guys, yeah. But what's nice is in the front of the speakers now, it says... Uh, it says rocking the oldies with PT and OZ. Right, right. So, so yeah, you saw how many people picked us up for that, right? Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, I want to bip that uh, PT and OZ guy. Yeah. I see him on YouTube every all the time. Of course, where I'm playing now, they can't see the front yeah, of the thing would, anyways. Well, the music today, they, they, anybody that's listening to the music today wouldn't be listening to us anyway. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. So. But yeah, boy, just, it yes, was old timers that are still left. Yeah, is all. It was a long run, though. I'll tell oh, yeah. you what, it was yeah. a long run. So, speaking of that, let's start from the beginning. How did you uh, get this whole thing started? Well, you know how that started? That started back in Schenectady, in New York, when I was a kid. Back in the early 50s. I'm talking 51, 52. I had a bedroom that was over the garage. It was kind of away from the house. Kind of like my... Fonzie. Yeah, right. <laughs> and... You went into my room, it was a long room, and my cousins would come over to visit. John, Eva May, Kurt, and we would start singing. How much is that dog? He in the window. Uh, wake the town and tell the people. Cross over the bridge. That's how I got into music. I can't sing. No. Very, I can't I carry a I did sing along all the time yeah, when I was I can't, too. Yeah. yeah, well, I was, I sang in the Oh, what was it called? The yellow, the the blue ja blue jacket choir in the navy. I did get in as a you know. I will sit you over here. Just don't say too much, second. Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So you just kind of went, oh, right, yeah, kind of thing <laughs> like that. Anyways, that's that's where I got started. It was uh, singing up in there, and I liked some of that old music. I just started. It just you know da 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 da. Just that, that kind of a beat and. Then, unfortunately, Elvis came out. Yeah. <laughs> in the summer of 55 in Vermont, we had a uh, summer camp in Vermont. And that's where I started my ham, listening to my ham operating stuff. And he came out with Heartbreak Hotel. And that was the first rock and roll song I really had heard. Although I did hear Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley in 1953. And that stuck with me, but the period between 53 and 55 was still Patty Page and, and Perry Como and, uh, you know, Frank Sinatra and good singers like that, which we don't have anymore today. Right. But then when Elvis came out with that Heartbreak Hotel, that did it. And then it was all, my parents said, downhill from that. I <laughs> said, uphill from that, because that's what's, that started the whole thing right there. <clears throat> and then I... Uh, was in, I guess you would say, grade school, elementary school. Our school went to the eighth grade. By the time I hit high school, I was DJing for the schools in that area. And that's, you know, playing Bo Diddley and yeah. Little Richard. And that's what started it. <clears throat> so that goes back more than 40 years. Oh, yeah. Well, you're yeah. talking 53, 54, 55. Yeah. Playing your little 45s. And playing little... little 45s. And actually what I did was is what I took out was my father's 
standing, you, you you know, you had a piece of furniture. Well, yeah, yeah. With yeah. with the and the flip the, top, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, a couple of speakers. I used to carry that thing really? into the schools, yeah. yeah. But then I used to skip school. I guess I shouldn't say this, but I used to skip school and go down, and I got a job in the local record shop. And I can't remember. I know where it was. I know the corner it was on. It's connected in New York, but I can't remember. Apex, Apex Record Store. <clears throat> and through that... So kind of like Ajax Liquor Store. Yeah. <laughs> But through that, working in that store, I got to know a lot of people around the downtown area, and I got my first DJ job on the air at WSNX in Schenectady, New York. It was kind of like the real gold stations yeah. that you talk about today, low-powered, uh, local, and that's where I started DJing. And then I got what you call the big break, and I went to... WPTR, TRY, 1540, on your dial, top 40, news, weather, and sports. And that was in Troy, New York. Okay. Tri-city areas were Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. The tri-city areas, because Albany was the capital of New York. And that was my big break, because from there, I did a stint in WABC in New York City. And boy, don't you think that wasn't fun. Yeah. And then I went to WKBZ in Buffalo, New York. 50,000 watts, no, baby KBZ. Uh, no, no, uh, uh, KBW. KBW. Yeah. KBW, 50,000 watts. Yeah. And that, and that's... And that's a lot for an AM radio station. Yes, it was. Oh, Boy, yeah. Let me that tell you. That baby bounced everywhere. That thing went all over the place, yeah. just like that one... One station is either at a, uh, I don't know if they're still amplitude there. Amplitude modulation. you got some right. big amplitude yeah. going on with 50,000 watts on an AM station. Right. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, where was it? In, in Virginia, I think it was. The big, powerful radio station. I forgot the name of it back then. But anyways, during that period of time is when I saw, it was only about a two or three period of time that I did all this because then I graduated from high school in 58 and went into the Navy. I DJed and kept that going there. And that, and that period of time between 55 and 58, was three years, is when I met all the artists. Yeah. Uh, Shaughnessy Hall is connected in New York, the RPI Fieldhouse in, in, in Albany. Uh, and I can't remember the one, the big place in New York City. And then they had the uh, Beep Hall out there in uh, uh, Buffalo, Shaughnessy Hall. And this is where I saw all the big artists and back, well, backstage. Like, like? Well, you name it. Uh, Buddy Holly before he had the plane crash. Yeah. Uh, Fabian and that Funicello, my sweetheart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember you, you Paul telling, me, telling me the story about when you went to inter interview Annette Funicello and you, and you said, I, 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 I. <laughs> Just about the way it was, <laughs> because I first, I first saw her on uh, uh, Mickey Club. Mouse, the yeah. Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. And then she started to grow up a little bit and she couldn't be on that show, yeah, so she yeah. went on her own and yeah. you know the story after that. Yeah. Little Richard, Elvis. Uh, Fast Domino, uh, Julie Lewis, you, uh, Carl Con Perkins. Connie, uh, you ever meet Connie? Well, Connie Stevens was later. Connie Stevens, yep. You did meet her? She was late 50s, okay. yeah. Yeah, got a chance uh, to see her. Yeah. I could, Sandra D? You know. No. no. It, it happened so long ago that sometimes I get the places mixed up, you know, oh, yeah. from where, yeah. I, where I saw all these artists, but there isn't too many. 
that I didn't see. When you got into the 60s, the newer artists into the 60s that weren't around in the 50s, no, I didn't get a chance to see them. I did see some after that while I was in the Navy. I was on American Bandstand. Okay. Got a chance to, because I was down in Norfolk, Virginia, so I happened to jump to Philly. And, uh, uh, Gary U.S. Bonds, but he was in the 50s too, and I think I saw him before I saw him at Daddy G's. Chuck Berry? Chuck Berry, yeah, we saw him in Albany. He was in Albany. Elvis was in New York. Uh, How'd you feel when you met Elvis? I mean, he's the one that got you, yeah. <laughs> He's the one that kind of got you. I mean, because by the time, I, by the time I met him, it was, oh my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even me, yeah. <laughs> big deal. Elvis, oh my God, you know, <laughs> something wrong with my lip. Yeah. <laughs> especially at the time he, especially at the time he, he, they were having a party in Buffalo. Oh, with, who was it? Was one of the other. Um, um, Palisades Park, Freddie Cannon. Freddie, oh, Freddie Cannon. Freddie Cannon. <laughs> and he invited Elvis. Well, it was Freddie Cannon was there and some of the big A&R people and stuff like that. And we, we, we just happened to be, uh, uh, I was doing the Mike Shannon, helping Mike Shannon do the Mike Shannon show. By the way, I helped write that song. It was a big hit. Top 10 music. Anyways, he was having some kind of a party. I didn't know what it was. Well, Elvis was invited when nobody expected Elvis to come. We're all sitting there. We're drinking, having a good old time. And of course, I'm just sitting there. Look, look at me, man. I'm with all these great people. All of a sudden, somebody comes through the window <laughs> in the back. Instead of coming up the front, it was Elvis. Oh, yeah. Well, he couldn't come in the front door. Yeah, there was too many yeah. people. So he went, up, he went up the back stairs, came through the bathroom window. <laughs> Came in through the, the bathroom, bathroom window. window. I wonder if that's where the Beatles got the song. <laughs> yeah, Maybe that's where they met all this through your bathroom uh. window. <laughs> uh, well, what about you at Met Wolfman, too? Oh, yeah, he came into WKBW yeah. there one night at the midnight and the midnight show. <laughs> he, was, he was on his way from New York City to El Paso, Texas, I think, or something. He was from that area down in there. Yeah. He had a big, big place he went to down there. And uh, he knew Mike. I think the guy's Mike Shannon. The last name was Shannon. I'm I'm thinking it was Mike Shannon. It sounds familiar. Yeah. And so he knew him. So he just stopped in one night, and I happened to be uh, helping him out. You know, stayed overnight. My parents let me do that once in a while. Yeah. Did you ever meet? And and he came in. He came in. Spent. Uh, he only spent about five minutes with us, but he was yeah. on the air. Yeah. You shake your hand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. And how about uh, Dick Clark? Did you ever meet him? Yeah, well, I was on the show. I was on American Yeah, but I mean, did you meet him or anything? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was he a part of the, part nice of the dancing crew. Nice guy. Oh, oh you're yeah. part of the dancing crew? I was part of the dancing crew. I don't think I ever... <laughs> <laughs> you were part of the dancing crew? Uh, well, yeah, well, I was, well, yeah. What do you think I was going to do? Sit in the balcony? <laughs> I was a star, man. Yeah, okay. I'm big time yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen you dance. Yeah, uh. well... It, it never got on the air, though. But uh, no, and then uh, it's was, probably because you danced. <laughs> yeah, probably. But but I was in uniform. I was oh, in, okay. I was in the Navy at that time. So you just kind of like I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. I was I was having a ball. But yeah. I was there. Oh, when, I guess. Yeah. I was there when those one couple was real popular. Uh, the name is I I I can't remember the name. I'll remember it once we leave yeah, here. Once I'll we leave, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, they were a very popular couple. She was a, she was gorgeous. He was a well, never mind. But anyway, <laughs> but they never they never got together after the show. Oh really? Yeah, there are a lot of those stories I could tell about stuff like that. But Dick Clark was nice. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he uh, He's he talked to the artist. He talked just like they show on on some of the replays. You know, yeah. he sat down. He talked to him, and there was a, a green screen and stuff like that. And I didn't know what it was back then. Right. It was up until I met you. I found out what a green screen was. <laughs> and <clears throat> working for WKBZ. 50,000 watts. No, no, KBZ was here. Yeah, that KBZ, was a well, what, where did I, where did I, I work? <laughs> KBW, yeah, the big station in Buffalo, New York. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I that like, one. I forgot the call letter. Was this pre-chicken wing at the yeah. time? Or did they, I'm just curious, or were they making chicken wings in Buffalo, or was it before yeah. then even? Well, we did, we did the night show. We did the overnight show. The, okay. Mike, the Mike Shannon show. Okay. That was a, a real big thing, the, the howl and everything else, and that's, that's the story. I tell Which Mike Shannon's a very well-known yeah. personality. Yep, right. That was that was great. That so was. So how long ago was this? This is back in 1955, 56. That was when you first started gigging in radio. Yeah. Well, I did it in high school. Wow. I took a local little record player out and did it back then. Wow. When Elvis first came out, then when Bill Haley first came out, that's what got me interested in music. I went to college for meteorology. Now this is this is the this is the bad part. I went to college for meteorology. Lasted a year. Elvis came out, and the rest is history. And I don't know whether I kicked myself in the butt for not sticking with the meteorology, or I had a good life, made a lot of money, had a good time. You I could still love George Lessons, spot man. You could have been George Lessons. I could have been. There. I could have been George Lessons. Yeah. You could have yeah. Bill yeah. Stephan. There's all yeah. kinds of guys. Could have yeah. been uh, Craig James. But Bart instead, they, you're Peter. Tr yeah, I'm Peter <laughs> <laughs> But he did get to interview Elvis. He also interviewed, uh, uh, I, who was it, Connie Francis or who was No, it was your uh, Annette Funicello. And he oh, Annette Funicello, he yeah. He, could, he was saying such a crush on her from the Mickey Mouse Club that he couldn't even interview her. Oh, kind of, I would have been. He went up to yeah, him and went, absolutely. And that was it. That, that would have been tough on movie. me. That would have been tough on me. Any other interviews back in the day? How about with Elvis? Everybody says he was just the consummate gentleman, real nice he was. guy, great yeah. to interview, very respectful and all those things. And I knew him before he got into the drugs and stuff. I remember him, and he did. He he was always, uh, you know, he, he didn't come out with a, something wrong with my lip. He would... Thank you very much. Uh, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Uh, that was the type of person he was. And I think a lot of it was he was shy. He was shy at first. Yeah. Yep, I think he was. He was. He came across that way. All right, so you end up here in West Michigan. We don't have to go through the entire process of that. but No, that's not really interesting. Yeah, and then you start <laughs> you start DJs on the run in 1972. Is that Yeah, yeah. That was, that was yeah. He's, he looks at his press secretary, Oscar. To make <laughs> I know it. Yeah, well, the, you know, the, well, when you're 80 years old, the memory is right. not as sharp as it was when the, you were yeah. a teen. So. You, you have your own resident historian. Right, Oscar. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That you actually, actually, we started Paul's Platter Pad. 
Paul's platter, platter pad. pad. Remember, the I was platter? not here. No, but platter. Yeah, was, you yeah, know. Right. Okay, that's yeah. Well, that's old talk. Yeah. We, really, the name yeah. of your the name of the business was Paul's Platter, platter pad. pad. Yeah, that was my wife's idea. How long did that take you guys? Were you sitting around the kitchen table for hours? <laughs> ended up with that one? Yeah, all right. <laughs> no problem. Named all the kids. No problem whatsoever. Just can't name the company. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Oh. Paul's platter pad came out because we're we're still sitting on sixteen thousand forty five sitting in my basement. Really? So that's where the platters came out. I'll bet some people just. I bet you some of the vinyl collectors just started drooling over that. Yeah, well, they're interested. What, but they what are you doing, saving those price. for your retirement? Yeah. <laughs> what retirement? Yeah, yeah that's, that, was my, that was my point. Wow, you still got them? You still yes. got the forty fives? Yeah. In fact, I got one that was pressed in nineteen. 52. That would have been one of the original 45s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in there's, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history. But you I said just, the 78s. You got rid of those, though, didn't you? No, I still got you 78s, still got too. Yeah, I still yeah. got wow. 78s. Yeah. Nothing to play them on, but we still got 78s. That's no all Victrola, gone. You don't have a Victrola, though. Uh, yeah, well, we do. Yeah. Couple. I still, I still can play. Do you still own the dog that's uh, on the uh, on all the records? Or yes. Not? Yes. Know, that, uh, that about was, 75 years old. Right. Now, that too, was donated well. to me by RCA. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you, you, He's should, you should tell them what, what you used to take out the first time when you used to go out, too, the big horseshoe. Oh, yeah. Well, because back in my day when I was on radio, they had the big horseshoe. And you had your record players all around you where you went back and forth and stuff like that. So that was the first unit we built. Great big horseshoe. Reel to reel. 45s, albums, we we did it all right there. I don't think we had anything else. Did you, we had 8-tracks later. 8-tracks later, did yeah. You, you actually, a DJ services, actually used 8-tracks? <laughs> we, well, we actually played the albums and the 45s. I could see that. Well, the albums yeah. and 45s, it's easier to navigate, but an 8-track, you... If you wanted a certain we, song we to be played, it. you just had to wait for three or four songs to <laughs> well, go through. Well, we, we found there was that no out. rewind and yeah. no fast forward on those things. Well, we rewound them. <laughs> eight tracks and then well this guy here is the reason I, I kept going darn it all I was doing good with the albums the 45s then the eight tracks came out and then we went to what tapes when we, then we went to the cassette tapes and then this guy kept going forward and he said well you ought to go CDs I'm going no I like the tapes you better go CDs no I like the tapes so when the CDs were about ready to go out I started to do CDs well now you're looking at Mini disc, right? Yeah. Did we go for mini yeah. disc? Oh, you actually did the mini disc. Did the mini disc oh, yeah. too? But then I came, and then then I, I finally talked him into using the computer. So. Yeah, really? You didn't. So uh, Oscar, you didn't do that tape. <laughs> I, I <laughs> Come did. On, I'm surprised I did. you did. Almost. I'm sure you did. I did. Oscar, you yeah, got I a dat machine at home. I just know you do. <laughs> well, I did that when I worked with uh, the the station in Grand Rapids. Digital did. audio tape yeah, is that yeah. what that stood for? Yep. Yeah, I switched them over too. That was fun. That was yeah. fun. Too. Well, Actually, I didn't mind. That, well, that wasn't a bad format. It just never caught on. I know it. Well, see now you know why I keep going because. There's always something new coming up, and it's a challenge. <laughs> so how do you... I go out now to play music. Most people it's, that are 80 years old aren't into technology at all, but you, you, you've had to grow with that as well, keeping the business going as long right. as you can. Well, that's to. because I was always behind in life. <laughs> 
How much so, for that? I'm still trying to catch up. Okay, so you're uh, you're still on CDs. You're almost to the no. I, did, no, I know. I'm uh, just kidding. All all computer, all little 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 thumb drive. Yeah, thumb drive. a little thumb drive. Flash but drive, that's yeah. that's the reason I go to the bar and play music because I'm trying something new and I experiment. Oh, let's see how this sounds. I'll play it tonight. We'll change this. We'll change that. That yeah, keeps you going. And yeah, how much do, do you attribute staying in the business to staying young? I, I would like to know in this country how many 80 year old dudes are still out playing music oh, like this. I'm not there's, the only one. There's, but you might not be the only one, but no. there can't be too many. Man, I remember retiring when I was, well, I did two weddings in my entire life, and that was too, too many for me. I just, yeah. you got to be a special person to do that. Well, you did one with me, remember? I actually, I remember doing one yep. with you. I did do sure. one with you. I remember that yep. out at the VFW out on uh, Apple Avenue yep. many years ago. We sure ago. did. So see, you had your finger in it too. Everybody's worked for this guy at one time. Greg Roberts, all everybody's yeah, worked for everybody. Christmas. Yeah, Scott yeah. Christmas. A lot that's of been fun, though. I oh, had fun. Yeah. Sure. Okay, we were in the Navy, and I bunked with this this black guy, color guy, real nice guy. So we were gonna go downtown, and we're, we we were in Norfolk. Okay, we were in Norfolk. Um, yeah, Norfolk. Well, actually, we were in uh, Bainbridge. Uh, Bainbridge, no. Uh, the port, Chesapeake Bay port. We were in the dry dock down there anyways. We decided to go out one night and together. And I said, okay, well, we're, I forgot his name, Dick, Richard, something like that. I said, <laughs> I said where do you want to, where do you want to go? Richard. And he says, well, I don't know where you want to go. I said, well, let's go down to the, the, the so-and-so restaurant uh, downtown here and get something to eat. He says, I can't go down there. And well, cause I was dumb. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. What do you mean you can't go down there? He says, black people don't go down there. I said, oh, come on, you're in the Navy with me. I'm like, what the heck? So I pestered him enough, the poor guy. He says, okay, I'll show you what I'm talking about. So we went down there and I'm just, we're just a tooling down. We walk into this restaurant, we grab a booth and I didn't notice people looking at us. I mean, you know, I'm looking, I'm, people look at you all the time. So we sat Especially down in the you, booth. Yeah. Yeah, and we wait, and we had uniforms on, believe it or not. Yeah. We were in our Navy outfits. We sat down in this booth, waited and waited and waited. And all of a sudden, this waitress, got a cute little thing, waitress comes up and she says, Sir, she said, I can serve you, but I can't serve him in this place. And I said, What are you talking about? And he's kind of looking at me going, you know, like that. Well, I dumb. I didn't know what he was talking about. She says we can't serve colored people in this establishment, and I looked at her with, "This is something new to me." Yeah, I'm 18. Well, if you're not, if you're not brought up, if you're not brought up to be right, prejudiced, prejudiced or then, yeah. you know, the people are different. So I just looked at her and I said, "If you can't serve him, you can't serve me." And we got and we walked out. He says. I'll take you over to my side of town. Then I got worried. You're going to take me up. If they treat him here, how are they going to treat me over yeah, there? Yeah. So he took me over. He says, uh, you ever been to Daddy G's? They met the church street five. And I says, no. He says, come on. He says, I think Gary U.S. Bonds is in there tonight. We went over, walked in. It's just like some of the movies, the old-time uh, jazz movies you see with Bing Crosby and stuff like yeah. that, where the white people come in and sit down in the black club and hear the blues. It's just the way it was. We walked in there, sat down. They accepted me. We had a good time, and that's where I met Gary U.S. Bonds, the Church Street Five, on Church Street. Okay. At Daddy G's. Daddy G's. Daddy G's. Okay. Never met Daddy G, but... Yeah. 
Huh. So what other stories is there? Well, okay, we got we. Uh, that's how you pretty much got into love the love of music. How did you? Uh, how many years later did it take you before you finally uh, started DJs on the run? Well, I liked music so much, and I had collected records ever since I went worked in that Apex record store. Right. And I even was buying records, collecting records when I was in the Navy. So I ended up with about 3,045s. And my wife said, well, why don't you start a record club? When I was a kid, going way back to the start, I had a record club called the Blue Streak Record Club. And the guys would give me so much money and we would buy 45s. It was a club. You know? Yeah. So my wife says, why don't you start a record club or a record store? I said, okay. So we started Paul's Platter Pad. You remember that? No. You don't? Uh. Yeah, we, we started Paul's Platter Pad. And we did that before we were still on Dyson Street. In fact, I think I still have a little figurine or a sign that says Paul's Platter Pad. And then we decided, I, I was in uh, Baker College, and they had some dances, and they asked me to DJ, and that's where that Kenwood amp yeah. came in. Oh, okay. All right. That was the first amp good I old Kenwood. took. That was the good old Kenwood, yeah. where you had to switch it to talk and then go yeah. back to the music. Yeah. There was no fade. No mixers. No, no mixers. <laughs> I'll never forget it, because I had them dancing. And I was going to make a smart remark to one of the guys I went to school with, and I went, made the remark, you cut the song off there, and they all walked off. Really? So I lost them. But that's how I started DJing. And my wife says, well, why don't you start a DJ business? I said, okay, what are we going to call it? So everybody came up with a few names. And there was a DJ. He was a handicapped kid in New York City. And he had a business called DJs on the Run. So I more or less, because I'm in a different state, took his name, and that's how we came up with DJs on the Run. It started DJs on the Run. Okay. Right. And that was in 1972 or 71. And you started building your own speakers, and when did that started start? building my own speakers right away. Oh, okay. I started, uh, of course, I didn't put the amps together. Uh, I did in back in the 50s right I, my first amp was one that I yeah because you and I had share that in common too we both worked at uh, in electronics or for, right with for audio long, and, yeah yeah it was a lot of things that wasn't really called missing, video you know wasn't really mean? called video there it was called audio and uh, audio yeah before and, you got uh, into and the video television yeah TV repair yeah. I guess it was yeah but now I'm sitting on 13,045s 600 LPs and that's 600 CDs. Yeah. I don't know how many cassettes we we just kept some of them around for nostalgia, yeah. like the eight track. And you even keep the eight tracks. Yeah. yeah. You're the only person I know that has an eight track player that's quad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you remember? You remember that stuff? Oh, though? quad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that quadraphonic sound, yeah. I man. Watched, I watched a guy get killed because of his quad stereo. So hey, there you go. You you watch that movie? Uh, uh, it's got Bing Crosby. Doris Day, Frank Sinatra, High Society. No, oh. no, no, not High Society. Uh, That's Mel, Mel Brooks, isn't it? <laughs> no, High Society is Louis Armstrong. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. B uh, Bing Crosby. I'm thinking of High Anxiety. And Grace <laughs> Kelly. Okay. 
Uh, I forgot the name of it, but anyways, I forgot what I was going to say. I, <laughs> where, where was I going? I have no idea. Uh, That's why we're doing this now before your memory before I, oh, well, turns I, into to mush. I know, and I've forgotten so much. Yeah. Well, that's what we always talk about, too, as far as all the stuff. We used to be able to, just off the top of our head, anybody ask us any question about any song, any year, whatever, we had it right there at the top of our head. Now it's like, uh, yeah, it's there. Give me a minute. It's, Give me a minute. It's there somewhere. An hour later, you're sitting at the dinner table. Hey, it was so-and-so. You know, <laughs> and everybody looking at you. What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. But so, it was a lot of fun because we, ha I mean, we haven't even sat down and talked about all the things that have happened and and things flash back to me. I can go way back. Well, yeah, because you. I said can go back were, again and say, "Hey, you I were was telling you about Wolfman so Jack," and yeah. then something else will come up that happened right. to KB. Uh, KB uh, yeah, whatever that station was. Yeah, See? not KBZ, but no. yeah. Well, we were there too. You were there too. Yeah, we were there too. That's later on. That's, that's not, a lot yeah. later on. Yeah, yeah, but that but, was all good too. Oh yeah, but um, you know, as far as electronics, I don't think I've ever. Heel? Looks like it, don't it? Okay. I wonder how did you besides how, us too is another heel on the heels, floor. Yeah, what the, what got you into electronics? How'd you get into that? Uh, I worked for GE Aerospace Electronics in Utica, New York. Okay. But when I was a kid, I liked building, so I took a correspondence course in electronics, and okay. that's how I. And then I I played with it as we went along, and then like you said, I built my own speakers, and some of the DJs went with a electric electric crossover, but yeah. I used the passive. The yeah. passive is the capacitor, the coils. Uh, like when you when in the Hilton, when I had that, it was all electric. Yeah, crossovers. electric. Yeah. You can you can adjust it. You know. Yeah. With it, yeah. And uh, never could get it right either. Hooked up with. Uh, Madison, and that's where I ended up buying all my speakers. Which you've never been to yet. No. Definitely and have to go to Wisconsin you, yeah. one of these days so you can see it. But they're still in business because I just bought some more uh, voice coils for the... Uh, they're probably in Japan and call themselves from Wisconsin, but anyway. Could be. Could be. But anyway, that's how, <coughs> that's how that, uh, that started. And uh, I've actually got my own crossover design that I got help with at Madison that we still use today. Yeah. And they sound and, pretty good. You and, get some pretty... pretty yeah rugged base out of some of that stuff yep. too. Uh, I can it's blow clean. most people away unless, oh, yeah. it's, unless it's a big but, you know, one thing I found problem. out one thing I found out too that really helps a lot is the amplifier. Mm -hmm. You got a good clean amp that helps a lot. So. Well yeah we started with that Kenwood which was what I think 100 watt? Yeah probably 120 or something like that. Yeah. And then we went up to the Sound Craftsman. Yeah. The PM860s and the PCR something. I remember the Sound Craftsman too when we played those. It was like, red light, red light, turn it down, so. Yeah, turn the bass down, turn, turn the bass, bass down. down. Red lighting. <laughs> I have fun doing I still have fun doing it. Well, you, you guys going to hang around a little bit here? Because I got a bunch of questions I got to ask yeah. you. But I'm gonna, we'll, get, uh, we'll play a couple commercials here and play a couple songs and uh, we'll get back into it with you. We've got uh, Paul Phillips here. Paul from DJs on the run remember that place and Paul just turned into 80 years old and I think it's amazing that you're still out there doing this it's incredible <laughs> and you're sitting here talking to you you're you know you're the last thing anybody would assume is that you're 80 years old either
either. And then we've got the great Oscar Osbo here. And uh, Oscar, he looks 80. He's not. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's for picking up those big whoopers that and he, he has. And he, acts, and he acts 12, though. That's a good thing about <laughs> that's right, Oscar. That's right. We got that going on. So we'll, we'll be back. We're going to talk a little more to uh, Paul and uh, Oscar here in just a couple of minutes on Muskegon's 100.9. Muskegon's 100.9, Duran Duran, and Hungry Like the Wolf, Bill Marshall with you, doing my best to get you through this Friday, and I got a couple of guests in the studio with me, Paul Phillips is here along with Oscar Osbo, and uh, both uh, guys that have been in radio for a couple of million years, not to mention the <laughs> fact that Paul Phillips uh, had DJs on the run for, well, just about 50 years, 40-something years, and he is still out there DJing at 80 years old. I'm so damn impressed by that. I, it, I, either it, takes, I, I, it either takes a lot or doesn't take much. I'm not sure which, but well, I'm that's glad, impressive. I'm glad, I'm glad you that's said, impressive. I'm glad you said he's still out there doing uh, DJing because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Is that why you got Oscar with you? He lets you know what you're let doing. Let me know what you're doing, yeah. What's it, you know, one thing people probably don't think about is... Hauling equipment, man. You got to bring an extra person with you to get all set up and stuff now. Because you, you look like you're still in pretty good shape. We never had to, but we do now. Yeah. <laughs> Takes two of us to lift those woofers now. Oh boy! Yeah. So we, we still got the big, powerful systems, which a lot of people don't care about today. But we did back in the old days. Oh yeah. yeah. Nowadays, what do they have? Speakers the size of a cigarette package that uh, yeah. can fill. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the bows. Yeah. Four hundred yeah. by two hundred room full of right. sound yeah i come out there and i set up uh two columns of speakers four woofers four mid-ranges four tweeters and they say is the roof going to stay in the place <laughs> Boy, four thousand watts and four thousand watts yeah that's fine back when you worked with me i think we yeah, had 600 uh, yeah the uh the guys that fly jets got nothing on you, Paul. <laughs> well, yeah, with the lasers now, too, you got all that stuff. Yeah, too, the so. laser lights, you know. All right, as a DJ service, what was the first song you ever played? Do you remember or not? Uh, Probably an Elvis. No, movie. it was... It was off of, when did uh, Saturday Night Fever come out? When did the disco... Uh, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. I think it was... No, it was KC and the Sunshine Band. Okay. It was uh, uh, it was their first hit. In 72? In, well, no, I'm talking... They were 75. What are you talking about? He said the first one you ever 72. played. 72. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I, re- <laughs> I remember that because it was, in a co- it was in college. It was up there at Baker College. I was doing a dance. Yeah. And we used the old Kenwood. Oh, yeah. We the had old, the Kenwood. The lamp, yeah. But I can't remember what the first song was. All right. I, I thought maybe that indelibly stuck in your brain. Well, do you remember the your fir- brain? first song you, you played at the radio station? K, KBW. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of silence what on the radio. Well, here. I, I, what are you? I, I what are you, 80? <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's, boy, I, well, see, I probably could come up with it if you give me a couple of weeks. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now here, here's a question. I actually wrote down... All the years you've been doing DJing, you've done a few hundred weddings, you've done so many different things. I wrote down what I think are the four most popular songs you've played over those 40 years. Why don't you give me, uh, what are, 
What's the, what are the top three over the last 40, most 40 years, most requested songs you've had to do at DJ's on the run? Elvis Presley. Really? Uh, 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 no, I'm specific songs. Yeah, I'm, I'm th- uh, can't, can't Help Fall in Love. love. Yeah. Okay. Cool in the Gang, Celebration. Yeah, that's on my list. And Bob Seger's Old Time Rock and Roll. That one is not on my list. What about those are your one? How about uh, CCR? I got the hokey pokey on here. Oh, yeah, we used to do that. Yeah, we used to do it, but it wasn't that Bert, big. Bert no, I'm talking about how many times you've played it over 40 years. Proud Mary. That's one I didn't think of. I'm giving you the songs that we played the most. Hokey okay. Pokey. What yeah, about, yeah. You know what I had, a couple of you know what I had on here? Shook me all night long. I had Bad Bad Leroy Brown on yes. here. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's that was, a big yep, one, is it? Yep, yeah. that, was, that was a yeah. big one. And for the newer, how about My Prerogative, Bobby Brown? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big yeah. one. Yeah. You want to guarantee to fill the dance floor. You right, absolutely. Floor. During that period of time, whenever that was, was the 80s or but something the 80s, like that. We'd See, I forgot yeah, about and Proud Mary and Old Time Rock and Roll. Old yeah. Time Rock and Roll is one of those that the 80, the, even the 80-year-olds get out and well, the, the, ones, that one, the ones we still get away with, though, are like uh, I, I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that was, a, that was a good one. Shook yeah. me all night long. Shook ACDC. me all night long. I mean, if you want to do the rock and roll stuff, we can pour some sugar on me. Pour poison. some sugar on me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the mic there. Watch the mic. Yeah. your face. I know. I'm, I'm injured. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll tell you, you what. I, now I can tell you how we got worried. As time went by, when people said you were going to play Elvis and they said, who's he? You knew you were starting to get in trouble. <laughs> and, then as, and then as time went by, we really knew we were in trouble when they didn't know who Bob Seger was. Wow. Well, they, used to, they used to list too. Don't play. Please do not play Bob Seger old time rock and roll. Yeah, they, they used to do it. So now. So when did that are. start happening? When did people start giving you lists of things not to play? Oh, it happened quite. It happened quite. No, I'd happened say quite, we quite, got quite. into the '80s. People started getting because the disco came out, and then you started getting a little controversy there, and people would start getting a little picky on don't play. The, we uh, didn't want to play. Was it Johnny Cash? No, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, okay. And I said, after the thing was over, I said, why do you want me to play Jerry Lee Lewis? Well, I guess they had somebody in the family that had a bad thing happen with Jerry Lee Lewis. Okay. So that's, you know, something like that. He, okay, that's fine. I don't he care. He kind of fancied really, 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 really young girls, if I remember yes, correctly. Yes, he Jerry did. Jerry Lee did. Yeah. He was kind of a smarty, too. When I when I met him, he had that, uh, well, who are you? And yeah, look at me. And, you know. He was I'm, a little bit cooler than he yeah. really was. He yeah. thought he was cooler than he yeah. was. Elvis was the most polite person I met. Okay. The funniest person was, uh, uh, see, it's 80 years old. Now, I gotta come back and, uh, I'll come back in a couple of weeks, and, and I'll be able to come up with a lot of these <laughs> You'll answers. have to write it down and put it in Braille. Uh, no. anyway, um, and this I is do way more was, fun. Yeah. Uh, the guy that did, uh, oh, she was, I met him at the RPI Fieldhouse in Albany, New York, too, and I can't remember who he, I know you said he, you uh, did. Don't you just Lincoln? know it. Don't you just, oh. don't you just know it. Uh, 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 oh, no, I don't want to sing. That's right. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> Huey Smith. Yeah. You know, Huey, oh, chick-a-boom, you know, chick-a-boom. Don't Huey, you just love it? Don't you tune. just love it? Yeah. Huey Smith. Okay. He was okay. funny. Huey he was funny. Piano wasn't a piano smith or something like that? Or just Huey? Huey, Huey Piano yeah. Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. He was funny. He was, a, he was a clown. Now, what about the bopper? I get, I'm sorry, Bill. What about the bopper when you met him? Did Was, was he a... Uh, oh, he was an old guy. 
<laughs> yeah, because you were young then. I was right. young then. He the was big old. Bopper. The big bopper. Yeah, yeah. J.P. Richardson. Yeah. He was. He was an old guy. Yeah. Yeah, he went down on the plane with Buddy he, Holly, right? Right, and along with uh, Richie Valens. Richie Valens, yeah. yeah. He, he wrote a lot of songs, though, too. He did yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. He wrote, produced, and stuff like that. And yeah. Paul Anka. I remember meeting him, Paul Anka. Neil were, Sedaka. When you were having his baby? No, when he was having his baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, you got more questions? Or? Yeah, what, what about uh, one of the things in, that I was never very good at when it came to DJing weddings, since I only lasted through two, one of them with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the dumbest questions people have ever asked you while you're DJing? Or, you know, or, or you get those two or three people that think they know what the other three or four hundred want to hear. Right, right. Uh, all that used This to, song... That no, used to get... That how used many to get, times in your life, if I had a dollar for every time somebody went up there and said, why did you play this song? This song sucks. And I you know, look out and yep, the dance floor the dance is full. Floor is full. It's packed. Oh, people man. are having a great time and somebody's telling you, you're ruining the night playing stuff like this. <laughs> or they'll come up and they'll say, play this song right now. Play this song. Oh, it'll get the dance floor and it's some stupid song you never heard of and I have the or a song that you know is not gonna work well sooner or later and this did happen more than once you finally have had enough and you say look go sit down let me run the show. I'm getting paid to do this. If you don't like it, complain afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. Didn't happen. Didn't happen that often. Most. Most of the. I have a lot of good memories. But yeah. hey, we didn't do everything perfect. Not no. every. Of course gig not. Was a hundred percent good. It's live, no. man. It's, a, it's yeah. DJ, but it's still live, and yes. it's still technology, yeah. and there's still wires and electricity, right. and a lot of things that you've got to count on in order for things to go right. right so. I would imagine, how often did that ever happen now? How about the worst? Like, you walk in, you go to turn on the system, and it's dead. It's dead, and that did happen to me Many once. Many times. And yes, but the one that's memorable, because I was Because you the, didn't get it back alive I was, again? No, I was the engineer. I was the guy that did this business. I made everything. I built everything. Because you should, built all your I own know speakers all, right? and everything. So we walk in. This is with Dale, Hippie Dale. And the amp goes out like this. And I'm going, oh, my God, what are we going to do? This is the only amp. This is before we started back in, uh, uh, keeping backup yeah. amps. We used to, after that, we started making sure we had two. So this kid looks at it, and he says, you got a cigarette pack? And I said, yep. The, the fuse blew, and I didn't have a spare one. Yeah. I'm panicking. He's cool as a cucumber. He takes a cigarette pack, foils up, takes the foil out, wraps it all up, puts it in there, puts the cover on. Didn't have a bit of trouble the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to think that, of those things. That was the close call. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of them, though. I mean, there's a, there's oh, a yeah. ton. Yeah. Was, what it, about it, you, man? You be, you've been doing this long enough. Uh, yeah. Like stuff cutting out. I guess at the beginning, it would be better for things to cut out than if you're halfway through the set and all of a sudden stuff starts not working right. He sent us one time, he sent me out to, to a place, I don't know, it was probably about two hours away. And uh, that, what, what, I, he didn't send me with a mixer. That's what it was. I didn't have a mixer. And that's when we were using the mini disc players. So what oh. I did is I ran one mini disc player to the amp, the other mini disc player to the amp with the, the luckily they had the phono jacks on them right. so I could play. Yeah. 
left the right, left speaker with one and right speaker with the other one and turn them up with the little headphone uh, yeah there was one there was, was one there was one time when we we had people a, loved us too it's really we crazy. had a separate PA system for the PA we kept it away from the music because okay. I didn't I didn't like the you mix. didn't want feedback the, yeah the mix didn't sound good I didn't like the way it interfered with it so we had two and there was one time was yeah, it with you that, yeah yeah had, the amp went down, so we ended up playing the music through the PA system. <laughs> you had your backup right there. Yeah, but ever since then, we have uh, we had two of everything, two amps. And so yeah, if you yeah. had a screw up with something, yeah. you were ready to go. You yeah. had uh, you always had a backup. Right. If you had plenty of speakers, if a tweeter went out or what for what one, about, you had plenty. Paul, of Oscar, you guys can answer this any way you want. What about technology now? A lot of uh, I'm sure there's I'm sure the fly by night DJ business right now has to be is booming. Booming more. Yeah. What do you need? You need a couple hundred dollars worth of speakers and a in a receiver and in a in, yeah and in, internet yep. and mixer mic uh, mixer. Yeah, the, the pro, computer, you're good. The pros. What, what do you think about that, just going off the internet? That would be a little bit scary to me if you were doing a live DJ gig and you were counting on the fact that uh, your internet wasn't going to break. I've uh, seen it happen. Commercials yeah. start playing in the middle of songs, yeah. all those kind of things that happen. Or the song gets downloaded, it's not what you thought it was, or you're trying to play a clean song and it ends up being dirty. Uh, uh, I've had that happen once or twice yeah, on the Irish uh, show. I want to hear the song first yeah. and, and people come up and, and now and ask for a song they i got a, a request list and i say just mark it down and they come up and say well how come you haven't got this song i said well it's because i never heard of it you never heard of this i said there's a billion songs out there you don't really think i've heard and know every one of them do you and he said, "I'm besides, I'm 80 years old." <laughs> yeah, they already, they already, you guys. All they got to do is look at me. They already know that. <laughs> but you, you know, know what I do? You know what I do now? I write the song down. If they get a little nervous over it, I say, "I'll say, write it down." I said, "You come here a lot." I said, "I'll have it for you next week." And I go back. Oh, you'll do. You'll do something like that yeah, for yeah. people. I'll go back. I'll get it if you'll it's a song. Pay your like. 99 cents and yeah. uh, a lot of them want to play it on their phones. They and, yeah, they want to play. Yeah. I've had I've had phones it. handed to me here. You can download it through this. I said not in this system. You can't. Yeah. And they see that big system and that scares them. So. <laughs> I think it's you. Nobody, scares them. <laughs> yeah, it's it a combination of things, Paul, that scares them. It's yeah, not I know. just the big system. <laughs> you scare me. It's big you daddy behind the mic too. <laughs> the high fan just started. Yeah, they have the fan kick. They turned it down. Turned it down. And that was 600 watts, 300 a channel. We yeah. thought we were just uh, cooking, man. I know, I know. What have I got now? Yeah. I, I got a 44,000 watt. Yeah. You got 2,500 2, sitting over yeah. there. Which I just listened to to have fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's all we do now. I mean, our big day is over. So we that's all we can do is sit here like this and reminisce yeah. with the things that we did. And we've got those memories, and I think, that's the only thing that keeps us alive. Yeah. So we got we got the memories, we got good times, with disasters, and the, and the, things that didn't go four, right. And the four or five people that watch us on YouTube. Yeah, well, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> but, hey, we have fun, don't that's you? Right, that's right. You know anybody wants 13,045? Yeah, you can ask. I can't sell them on eBay. Yeah. Nobody wants the well, darn nobody, thing. Yeah, nobody wants that stuff okay. anymore. We went to Arby's. We're all full. We got oh. a brand new light up over here. See my shirt anywhere better? Oh, there we go. You can see yeah. a little bit better there. Don't I've you dry my, out? I got my old rags on. 
There's uh, another, very, very another angle. Old rags. And of course, there's our turntable. Yep. Ready to play some oldies on PT and OZ and our wit PT and OZ. <laughs> Rocking the oldies. Oh, yeah, good. We're, we're, <laughs> there's a tavern in the town. Yeah, we know all about that. Oh, Melody of Love. Remember Melody oh, yeah. of Love? Big hit. So we're playing play, play play some 45s, kind of fistful of 45s we were talking about. It's uh, from Carol Miner. She gave me like 80 of them. We're still going through them. Yep, fistful. Yeah, yeah that's fistful. A, there you go. Yep. Got about a fistful. I don't think we'll make it through all all, all of them, but hey, we got some, we got a fistful. Um, well, you can see uh, my record and stuff. I got them <laughs> pinned to the wall where I put them. So oh, that's a good go. place for them. They're yeah. a good wall decoration. And the that's, that's CCR up there. Yeah, that's the CCR 45 I found uh, where, you know, where they still have the little cover on it and everything. So I, I put that up there. That's got the CCR um, medley. Oh, is it? Yeah, which yeah. I've never heard before. No, I forgot about that. Yeah. So anyway, and then, of course, the KTEL records. Can't, can't forget about the KTEL. Oh, uh, yeah, the KTEL. <laughs> yeah. And remember the pops and ticks, then you had a pop and tick machine, oh, yeah, which also did. affected your frequency yeah. response, and we realized that as time went by. Yeah. And uh, I always gave it kind of a digital waver, yeah, wavery sound was, or something. I don't right, know. it did something to the And then when, I remember coming in on you when you're you're recording your 45s, and they weren't quite right, so you'd be there with a pencil well, just pencil trying to get it nice or and straight. Or a smooth fingernail yeah. to get because. The yeah, center that's why would you be kept your life fingering that long. You get the well, forty-five the center, straight. The center would be off. The machine at the at the record plant cut them crooked, and you put that little thing in the middle of the forty-five to make it go around, and it would be. Yeah, yeah. Well, you put your needle on when you're playing vinyl, and that's going like that, and you're getting river, river, yeah. and that. Besides that, then you've got the oh, that was a big pop in there. They're going to hear that, oh, or yeah. you get the. Sh -sh 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 <laughs> You got the sounds down. I feel like I'm sitting there with Jonathan Winters. Yeah, there was there was two companies that were the worst for that. Yeah. Motown was one. Oh yeah, it was Motown terrible. was the noisiest. They were terrible. The second one and the first one I ever heard with noise and it was the Sun Record Company. Yeah, they had. Well, you've seen this some of the equipment that they had. I know it. They had some high hiss in some yeah, of their yeah, songs. Yeah, I finally got rid of it. Well, digital, digital cleaning it up digitally. Yeah. that's what that's what did it, but. Yeah, because I would have loved to have been in that part of it that actually went from the vinyl to the CD to the MP3s. Exactly. You know, yeah, seen yeah. it, the technology, been able to, hey, we can take this out and hey, we can do this. But yeah. we missed out on that. We were too, well, you could do it now we were too excited of being stars. Yeah, you know Adobe, I mean? you can do that now. You can take out the pops and the ticks with the Adobe these days. Yep. But uh, anyway, we're getting off, off on the different subject here. As far as you starting off on, I, I, I know, DJs on the run. That yeah. Was, that was what, your idea or Dory's idea or whose idea? It was her idea to start the business, hers and her mother. Okay. They decided to let me go. I wanted to do something like that. So, yeah. Uh, my wife, yeah, she was a little worried because I was... Do you say immature for my age, or hadn't grown up to my you age? You still haven't grown up. Still, to your I know. Age. I was still, and she was a little worried about me going out on my own. Her mother said, "Let him go. If he falls down, pick him. Let him stand back up and go for it." And so that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. And you did a few times when we were drinking. Oh yeah. Well, I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> but that was their idea to start the business. I came up with the name, and then we just went from there. And well, you know, we were the biggest thing. 
Yeah. In West Michigan for yeah, because we that was, you what, basically was, did Grand Rapids and yeah. Detroit and DJ's on the run. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Tom Schaub. Well, Schaub and Paul Holka, but the other big Not guy. Tom Schaub and Schaub. Yeah, Schaub. Schaub. That yeah. was it. Quality. Quality sound. Quality sound. Glenn Miller. Uh, Greg, Greg Miller. Miller. Greg Miller. He started. He started the business DJ business in West Michigan just before we did. Okay. Couple of years, I think. He used like reel to reel, I think. Too. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. He, yeah. Well, he had I, it did, I did. I did a pre-programmed yeah. too. Well, I did it once too. I had. I went out to that bar up there on the hill where Tex, that Tex owned back in the old days. I had a record player. I had a. Uh, I played albums. I played forty fives. You played eight tracks too, didn't you? I played eight tracks, and I played a reel to reel. I had all four of those things going at a uh, New Year's Eve party up there. Yeah. And everybody, every time somebody came up to the table, I go, whoa, 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 bang, leap, <laughs> needle, needle all over the place. Well, didn't you have like the horseshoe table too? That weighed yeah. about four hundred pounds. That's what it was. Yep, the horseshoe. It took you two hours to set the thing up. <laughs> had lights all over it, which ruined the amps. Yeah, yeah. Because they were amp driven, you know, the yeah. power and. <laughs> Yeah, we, we have we still oh, yeah. in the archives yeah. have pictures of some of that oh, stuff. Oh do you? Yeah, oh, I've never yeah. seen that. I remember the DJs in the run when the you had the red uh red covers on the speakers. Well I we have a picture of my stuff. wife and Big D sitting on those speakers. You know what we did with those speakers, we were all done with them. My yeah. kids used them for clothes closets. Yeah, that's big. how They're big huge. they were. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I tried that too, but that didn't make any sense when you tried to move them. <laughs> no, it didn't. Especially if you had to go up on that stage, it was like, oh, man. <laughs> and then they would put rollers on them. And so one night, one of my DJs got a little too drunk and rolled the thing down the stairs. <laughs> I said, okay, you won't put rollers on the speakers anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I did it. I did it without the rollers, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I, I think I did it too. Yeah, those bass speakers are pretty tough, man. Rolled them down the flight of stairs, and they kept on ticking. Well, yeah, it rattled, we, a bit, rattled a little bit, but you know, not, not we were uh, we were a licensed business. Anyway, okay. So, what else do you I need know. to know? Well, hey, we, you and I both. Well, I got into radio. Um, I I started working for you back in eighty three, eighty four, and um, that's when I got the the bug for radio. Before I got, I was there. I was working at WKBZ, which is right next to my house here, or WPBK rather. Yeah. And yep. uh, and uh, I got the bug for radio, so then I want I needed more make more money because there was not enough money in radio at that time, and there well there never was. But I, I saw the ad in the paper. Not in the old days. Yeah, right? I saw the ad in the paper for a DJ come to you know where you live, and I'd come. I came there, and you guys interviewed me, and you hired me, and and uh, never worked so hard in my life <laughs> after that. Different those big old speakers, and and you went out on your own. Yeah. And I went out on my um, own for a while, but Craig be, Van Cameron worked for us, and he went out on his own. Yeah. And so then, we started you've had a couple a ton of, of DJs. People. Yeah, a ton of people work for you too. You, oh yeah. You got you got Greg Roberts. He worked for you. Scott Christmas worked for you. Um, Bill Marshall. He he went out a couple times. Yeah. My my daughter worked for you. My both my sons worked for you. Mm -hmm. One son worked for you a lot longer than the other one did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, these things happen. So yeah. you know, being a DJ, yeah, not everybody's cut out to no, do that. No. And uh, that's something else we taught these guys. Remember, yeah. you'd get these guys in that thought they'd want to be a a DJ, but they'd have stage fright. Mm -hmm. You remember the old thing about talking on the mic? 
Oh yeah, I never and had a problem with that. The so hecklers that a... would love to heckle you, and yeah. the guys would, you know, get all rattled. And I and I, a few of the guys came back and told me it was the best thing I ever taught them. I said, when you got the mic in your hand, you've got something to say. I said, you pick a spot on the wall and look at that. Yeah. Don't pay any attention to anybody down here and what they're doing. You just look at that wall, keep on going. Because if you look down, somebody's laughing at you, pointing at yeah. you, you're going to stumble. And that's Mark Pierce is one of them. Yeah. Well, besides that, with the that was one thing I liked too. Is I used to um, kind of hate to say it, make it sound like I I felt I was better than them, but I felt superior to them because I had the mic, and they really couldn't do it because I had the yeah. power. I had the power, so to speak, at that time, and it was much. It was a different feeling to be behind the microphone than it was to. And a lot to of your hecklers, dancing or whatever. A lot of your hecklers were people that want to want to be yeah. MCs. Yeah, they, oh, they yeah. would like to have been up there, and they can't be. And they really got they really got jealous when the girls came and rubbed their boobs on us and said, "Hey, yeah, we played this song." Yeah, although we won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't rub our boobs on them; they rubbed their you know, boobs that, on us. That's some of the little things that you know we could we could talk about for a long period yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could keep this going for ten days, I think, yeah. and not talk about the same thing twice. Right, because I mean, DJs and the run the stories just in that itself are way too many to yeah. even talk about. Well, and we can, I haven't even touched on all the little different things I can think of back in the fifties and early sixties when I was still DJing back and then there and in, into the Navy too. Yeah. Well, this will be this will be part one of the excerpt. So there you go, yeah. part one of because we'll many think of a lot come. more things. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was it was quite an experience. There's a lot of things I wish I could go back and change, and that that I wouldn't have done that I did do. Right, Some of them I'm not the proudest of, and some of them I just didn't make the right decisions. So, but that's all in the past. It all turned out okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. still married. <laughs> Going and on 50 still, years. So. And you still, it's the same as me, we still put a roof, a roof over our kids' heads, yep. we fed them, they never went hungry. Put my kids through school put and them sports. Put through school, yep. yep. So there you go. Anyway. So we did our thing. Yeah, we were rich, but hey, we... <laughs> we well, we we're made. rich because we're friends and we got families. So. Yeah, yeah, we do. Alright, so you want to end it there for now? Sure, could we continue. We'll be continued. Yeah, to be continued. Okay. And if you don't, if you don't like what you're hearing, we'll talk about something else. Uh, we are uh, this one. This hour went by ridiculously fast, and I appreciate you stopping by. And Paul, I hope you're around forty more years, man. Why not? I will oh, be, and we great. can do this again anytime. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I just uh, I appreciate both of you guys coming in, and uh, I think that's amazing that you're still rocking and rolling, man. Because most people. Uh, by the time they are 80 years old, are not hauling wolfers and tweeters around <laughs> it, concerning themselves with what the latest top 40 hit is. That's yeah. usually not their problem, but that, that probably keeps you young, huh? It does. It's still a lot of fun. Yeah. I right. mean, we don't like doing wedding receptions anymore, but that's just because they're long, lengthy, but yeah. we still love and playing gotta, the music. you got to deal yeah. with the mother-in-laws, too. Those are always Yeah, right. Always yeah. The they're not as much fun as, the, are they harder to deal with in oh, yeah. 2019 yeah. than they were back in the day? Yeah, because they, they're not as active as they used to be. You, you can't get the, the crowd on the dance floor. You, you're going to get 10 people out there. Yeah. There's 200 on the end of the What do you want? Come on, let's get out here and dance. They just... Yeah, but they. I had you got to look at the entire experience yeah. now, right? The, I don't know, the last yeah. two that we did it, we had them all. We had the dance floor pack. They well, were we always there. get somebody in the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, we had them all. But yeah. it's a different generation. Yeah. They're, they're out there. These guys are out there doing dances, and they have good, good results. So, 
And we still get girls, even though we're old as dirt, they still come up to us, rub their stuff against us, and say, would you play this song for us, even though we're... Uh, I missed that. This is a, yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, okay, somebody throw some water on Oscar and wake him up from this dream he's having right now, okay? Yeah, I want to follow you around a while. Yeah, but even when we were young and those those girls came up to us, we knew we were never going home with them anyway, so oh, it didn't yeah, really right, matter. Yeah, just, just the when you... Yeah, anyway. They, you play their song and they discarded you like they discard, a filthy right. dish yep, rat. Yep, yep. There you go. Away. Paul Phillips, Oscar Osbo, thanks for stopping by. You guys, Paul, happy birthday to you, man. Thank and you, Many, Bill. many more. And uh, <laughs> obviously, you guys, you're welcome here anytime, man. You're driving by. If you know I'm here and you want to stop by and say hello, stop by and say Will hello. Will do. Appreciate you guys. Thanks. Hey, we're on the air. Doo-wop is here. Doo-wop-a, doo-wop-a. That's a good, there you go. That's a good angle there. We'll start with we'll that We'll call one. ourselves reminiscing with the doo-wop hour. Okay, and, and a fistful of 45s. And a fistful of 45s. Now, these 45s, too, I got to tell you, these 45s came from um, Carol Miner, who is uh, my brother-in-law's uh, sister, and she said, do you want them? And I said, yeah. So I got. I mean, why not add to the yeah. sixteen thousand we got? Right, you right. Know what I mean, so I got, few more ain't gonna hurt. I think there's like eighty of them there. Yeah, I don't know. There's a pretty good, yeah. pretty good stack of forty good stack of forty fives. Yeah, so a little bigger than a fistful. So we're gonna we're gonna feature those today. We'll have a contest. Everybody vote. Call the show fistful of forty fives, or reminiscing of what we've been calling it for the past thirty years. Yeah, but. or let's see, what else can we call? Uh, uh, make it or break it. Uh, <laughs> what was it? What, what was that? What was the name of your your first DJ company? Paul's Platter Pads. Paul's Platter Pads. You remember PT the and OZ Platter Pads? I know it. <laughs> hey, we could call it this the Platter Pad. The Platter Pad. Hey, we're here at the Platter Pad. Review and boo. Here's the pad. Here's the platter. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, when I first started way back in 1953. It was called the Blue Streak Record Club. Blue Streak? That Blue Streak Record took, Club. Took on a whole new meaning in the 70s. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Here he goes. He ain't got nothing on but a smock. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we already played. I, we were uh, that, talking that about. camera's blocking the light. It doesn't show enough light. Down okay. Here. How's that? Is that better? You like no, that? No, the camera's blocking oh, the light. Oh, camera's blocking the light. Oh, that camera. Yeah, that camera. What we're going to do. This camera here. Well, ah, okay. Well, you know what? Wait, do that again. Yeah, okay, you want to adjust? Adjust. Adjust. We're going to adjust. Forward. Forward. Yeah. Forward. Okay. It's always the other opposite way that the camera looks. There we go. Okay, Pete. That's good. That's okay. good. All right, so. We boom, bada doo, bada doo, bum, bum. All right, so people are do, saying. Do, 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 do. Good night, <laughs> sweetheart. We just got started. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't done this for almost what a year and a well, half. Don't, don't tell the people that. I mean, this we keep this going every. Oh week. yeah, yeah, we've been doing this for thirty years, so we take a break every once in a while. But uh, hey, we're back and we're ready to roll, and we've got eighty, at least eighty forty-fives here, and he's got another what thirteen hundred in your sixteen area over there. Sixteen. Sixteen hundred. Thousand. Thousand. Sixteen thousand. So hey, we could do this for another thirty years, but neither one of us would live that we long. We're going to be around. <laughs> you might be, but I'm not going to be. Hey, this gentleman over here, Mr. PT, has turned eighty years old. Eighty years. Can you remember that? Look at, and I still got my hair. Too. I know. Look at that. Ain't that nice? Yeah. I'm, you better be mine's careful. Mine's getting kind of thin up You better up be top. careful. I'm 80 now. I might be looking at this camera like this. Which one's on? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I actually think people want to hear him. You, you don't want to play this. Halloween's over. So we don't want okay. to play Okay, we don't take this it? one. There we go. That wait one's minute, gone. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I like that song. It can still be used besides Halloween. You think Halloween. I can do that? Think no, I can pull that paper cup? I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> you know what? I, I never, would like to keep those 45s, you know. I, I never did hear the other side of that. Okay, well, there we go. The flip side of leader, purple people leader. Everybody knows about Halloween, famous yeah. follow, famous Halloween music. Halloween. <laughs> the backside. We of just this. celebrated Halloween. And back to, by the way, everybody knows Chef Willie was country and western, right? Right. Ah ha ha! You satisfied? Remember that one? Oh yeah. Rusty Draper made it. Ru- yeah, too. Rusty. I remember that one. Anyways, the backside of us. I can't believe. I ate the whole thing. I can't believe. <laughs> Oh, you're mine. You got your glasses. No, and there's no light here. I can't believe you're mine, Sheb Woolley. Anybody want to hear it? I don't really care one way or the other. Sure, why not? Okay.